You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. All right, everybody. This is... Sorry about that, everyone. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Uh, my name is Taylor, and I am the new host for Women's Wednesday. So this is All Things Women. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And if you want to see us live, uh, we are live on Facebook at America's Web Radio or visit us online at americaswebradio.com and click on the YouTube link. So today we actually have uh, Janet Fan with us, and she has a pretty remarkable story about being a single mom, being in the workplace, um, overcoming a lot of different obstacles, and in the end, getting her master's degree. So um, wanted to to really just hand everything over to you, Janet, and and tell us tell us more about about everything and start from day one. <laughs> Hi, Taylor. Thank you so much for having me. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you. All right, great. Um, so, good morning, everyone. Uh, I I guess I'll get right into it. So, um, you know, I a few years ago, I would say about like five years ago, um, I, you know, was in college living with the dream, and I was in um, a relationship that was great at the time, and... You know, I kind of had that mindset that I was like, okay, like, you're in college, you're about to graduate, you've been with this person for a while, you know, then you kind of follow the steps of life, like, we're going to get married, we're going to have kids, like, live happily ever after. And I think that was the mindset that I feel like every young college girl has, especially mm-hmm. when they're in a serious relationship. And so um, that was my goal. And so, um, but that kind of took a turn, um, you know, the person I was with, we were together for a few years, and he posed all that good stuff. I happened to get pregnant during our engagement, and, you know, um, it was a little hiccup. It wasn't exactly, like, my game plan, but I was like, hey, you know what? It's fine. We need a flower girl anyway. So <laughs> it kind of worked out, And um, um, but uh, a few weeks before um, the wedding, I, I had found out a few things that, you know, it kind of messed everything up found out some infidelity issues and um so the wedding got called off and uh and this was I two was, weeks before was it not wasn't it like two weeks before your wedding day too yeah it was Ugh. about two weeks before so um yeah it was a stressful time <laughs> um six months before i actually had uh, i gave birth to our daughter and so i had a lot of you know complications with the uh the actual labor process and um, she was fine. I was not. Um, kind of almost died, like, twice, but we're good. <laughs> um, it's terrifying. And, so, and then I had, like, the pressure of, like, oh, my gosh, I have to, like, lose so much weight in six months because I'm married. And um, but so I, like, lost a bunch of weight, and then, like, then all of this happened. And so I was, like, it was a lot to handle in a six-month time span. Um, it was a lot of emotions going, you know, the whole postpartum thing. And... I didn't really know how to process it. I was just in a really bad, like, state of mind. Um, at the time, the person that I thought that I would spend the rest of my life with kind of, kind of, he just took a 180, and it was like, I, was, I didn't even know who he was anymore. And um, there was, I, I was in such a dark place because I had moved to a completely different city 
for Mm -hmm. where my ex had lived and I kind of like gave a lot of stuff up and so this is like a smaller town and um I had by that time I also had uh my bachelor's and so I there wasn't a lot of opportunity um my major was marketing and I was just a very outgoing person and um I wanted to work for like a fortune 500 company you know like sell my soul to the corporate world (laughs) all that good (laughs) stuff and um I just felt like I had so much more potential but I just kind of gave it up for this one person to just stay in a small town and then hope to be successful from there and um and at that moment in time I was I fell into a deep depression um I won't sugarcoat it it was stressful I questioned you know my will to live and it was it was so difficult because I didn't want my daughter to see that even though she was an infant at the time like she didn't know but I mean they know like just the vibe everything so yeah it was hard I was crying all the time wasn't eating right lost a lot more weight than I should have and it was a very unhealthy environment um and it was stressful I you know I didn't know what to do and you know the my ex he wasn't exactly very supportive either it was it was because it's the complete opposite and so it was like I didn't know I was like I put all my eggs in one basket for this person and like that type of future and then it just kind of went to waste and I'm like I don't know what to do now and so um at that same time I uh got the opportunity to um work in the social media department at GM um so specifically at GM headquarters downtown Detroit and so I was actually commuting an hour and a half every day to work and so and it was a very stressful time so I was dealing with all that and then I was commuting to work and so I was like okay like I got my foot in the door a little <laughs> bit here um and but so I was just doing that for a while and at the same time being a single mom uh handling you know just living in a two-bedroom apartment that I could barely afford um because my ex had moved out and so and then I was like you know what I'm just gonna go ahead and tackle on an MBA on top of that (laughs) and so I don't know why I was I think at the time I was just so depressed I was going to therapy and everything that I was like you know what I'm just gonna add on one more challenge that I didn't think I could succeed at but I just was like you know what I'm just gonna do it anyway because it would just get my mind off of things like right there were days where I wanted to, you know, like I would make plans with my friends or whoever just to make sure that I'm not sitting at home and thinking like that was my mind was like my worst enemy. So um, I actually got into Central Michigan University and I was super excited to start their MBA program. And from there, it kind of took on, you know, people have told me and they were like, you're never going to succeed in the corporate world. You're never going to get your MBA. You're a single mom. Like, you know, you barely make enough to feed you and your own daughter. Like, you're never going to get anywhere. Like, people told me that, you know. And I didn't know how to function because I was like, you know, the one mission I had in life, it was like, especially when people who were supposed to support you um, are telling you that, you're just like, well, maybe I won't succeed. But then, luckily, with my mindset, I'm like, yeah, let me prove you wrong. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Um, I worked really, really hard. Uh, I ended up getting promoted. So I'm a district digital manager now. So um, 
uh, for specifically Chevrolet. So it was really cool. It was a great opportunity. And my life just started to really turn around. Um, I ended up finishing my MBA in under a year. And I just graduated this past December, so it was really exciting. Um, Huge so congrats to you there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just, just lots of coffee, you know, cried a few times, but I wanted to give up a lot, but I just, I pulled through. And I, now I'm, you know, moving closer to Detroit, and I, I can't imagine, my life is just so much different now than it was two years ago, you know? And so, um, and it's crazy because I literally started from the bottom and I pushed myself and now I'm here. Yeah. And going back to, to just the beginning when you were really happy because I mean, you thought this guy was, was going to be your everything. Obviously he's the father of, of your child and everything was set you guys had had planned and you had had your bachelorette party and then sure enough two weeks before your wedding day all of this this floods you and it's you find out you know that he wasn't all that faithful and I mean how how did you how did you handle that situation because I mean I feel like a lot of Um, women can can relate to that that's that's a really you know, scary thing. Like, did you immediately confront him? Like, how did, how did you go about that? I mean, it was it was not easy. Like, I will not sugarcoat it. There were days where I questioned if I wanted to live. You know, it was, you know, just, I mean, any mom out there would know, single or not, it's so stressful. It's like you're already, you're working, like, three jobs, you know? And so, mm-hmm. in my case, I, I felt like I was working three jobs. I had my normal job a job of being a mom and I was working on my MBA. And so it's like, it was so stressful. And like, even during that time frame of when I was going through everything, I, um, I just, it was a wake up call. Cause I feel like I lost a part of me being like an independent person. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying if you are dependent on your spouse or your boyfriend or whatever, that's totally fine. But it's like, I feel like us as women, we kind of, we kind of our head gets stuck in the clouds for a while like we're just kind of like oh it's fine like this is the future I'm going to have and like you just don't think about backup plans you're just like what if this happened and so I was just kind of like I gave so much of myself um and there wasn't a ton of reciprocation and so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like during that time frame I was like okay I need to take a step back this is a huge wake-up call and you kind of have to do damage control and you're like you know what like this really freaking sucks, but what's my next game plan? Now, okay, now I have to divert and go a different way, a different path, and be like, I'm so much better than this, and I, I will be okay. Mm-hmm. And it, it's hard because you don't wake up every day feeling that great, you know? There were so many days I'd be driving to work, and I'm bawling my eyes out, and then I get to work and I'm like, I'm good, you know. And so, um, <laughs> well, you had 90 just, miles to ha- to be able to do that, so <laughs> lots of time commuting. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, it's it's not easy. I mean, sometimes if you need to take a minute, and I think that was also hard for me too because I have a type of personality where I'm like, yeah, feelings. That's not a thing, you know. I don't show my feelings. Like mm-hmm. that's a sign of weakness, you know. I don't want to. I don't want to cry. I don't want to talk about things um, because I think it's just how I was raised. Um, 
especially in specifically an Asian household, yeah, it's like no, it's tough love. Like, get over it. And right. So, um, and so yeah, but I learned to express my emotions more. Where I'm like, hey, if I need to take a minute, go to the bathroom, cry it out a little bit, and then get back to work, we're good. You know, and so, so be it. <laughs> um, it definitely takes time for yourself too. So. Yeah. And and just going back to the whole, you know, do we let it out or do we do we hold it in? And there's always the stereotype with guys. It's it's you know, guys never show emotion. Guys can't cry. And it oh, that's for girls. Like, don't be a sissy. Don't be a girl about it. And I mean, I feel like that's kind of on women too. We if we do show emotion, we're seen as weak. And and that's that's a big thing and I know personally that's something that I struggle with like I feel like I cry maybe once every 4 months. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> and that's if I watch the notebook for like the millionth time but right. um I mean yeah. that's that's something that you had to to be able to to manage but um we're actually everybody going to take a quick break so uh stay tuned we'll be back after these short messages again this is taylor with women's wednesday on america's web radio want to give your family our loved one the perfect gift then go online and check out the tornadobodydryer.com i love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower the Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it, and you'll love having one in your shop. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key and the trained staff at EHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. This is Taylor on America's Web Radio, and I am the new host of Women's Wednesday, All Things Ladies. So today we actually have Janet Fan online um, to talk more about her story, um, being a single mom and absolutely just kicking ass and, and getting her MBA and proving everybody wrong. So um, now, Janet, you had touched on obviously how to handle first knowing that um, the man you were about to marry and the father of your child was was not loyal. And, and that's a huge thing that, again, a lot of women can relate to. So as far as a support system goes, I mean, friends, family, you said you mentioned counseling. So, I mean, what would you recommend to, to other women that are, that are going through that same thing right now? Um. So I would say keep 
pushing. Like, honestly, I mean, in terms of, like, a internal motivational thing, I, I didn't really have a ton of people. I mean, I had um, friends that in my family helped a lot. And honestly, like, hang out with your friends. Make plans and try new things because I, you know, I feel like the typical go-to is like, I'm going to go out to the bar and like just drink my problems away. Do not do that. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can have like a girl's night, which is totally fine, but you don't do it frequently because <laughs> um, you don't want to develop all their problems. But uh, honestly, like trying new things, I started working out a lot more, obviously, you know, revenge body. And, um, <laughs> and then I, and I know it sounds really weird, but go on dates. It, maybe it's not, it might be too soon, or maybe you haven't in a while. And it, it, there doesn't have to be any strings attached or anything like that. Like, you want to just get coffee and, like, just kind of step away from just kind of moping for days on end and you're crying yourself to sleep. Maybe just have plans and just go out on dates. Doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like, there was no commitment or anything like that. You're just like, hey, I just, I just want to get out and get some dinner, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, you know, I, and then obviously that's like the small percentage of it, but I also had, luckily I had some great friends that were, that stuck by my side through the worst. I mean, I want to give a special shout out for Stephanie Lee. Like she is my, my literal angel, (laughs) you know, she like was my savior and she, she literally saw me while I was just like, my face was on the ground and I'm like, I have no will to live. And she was like, you can do this. Like, stop it. And I called her every day for months. You know, I swear this girl probably got so annoyed at me, but she stuck by my side Mm -hmm. and she helped me through it. You know, like leverage your friends and like, because they will be there for you. You know, your true friends will be there for you and help you every step of the way. Yeah. So that's, that's a big thing of it. And of course, all in all therapy, you know, it's weird and you know especially with my type of personality I'm like oh, I don't need help you know but mm-hmm. just leveraging that get counseling you know yeah you can talk to your friends but honestly talk to a professional because they will help you through that mm-hmm. so with with your daughter as well I mean what what does that relationship look like with with the father and and how how is your relationship with him um so in the beginning, it was difficult because, you know, that you got to, like, split up time, and then there's, like, some legal things, but uh, overall, we did, over time, we worked out a, a system where we're like, okay, like, you can have her this week, and I'll have her this week, whatever, but um, it was very hard at first because, you know, you will be lying to yourself if you say that, oh, yeah, it was totally fine, like, there was no emotions or whatever, like, there's going to be emotions at first. You're going to be like, you're probably going to want to get back together with that person. And, you know, it's going to be weird. And then you're going to have that fear of, oh, my gosh, like, what if he gets a new girlfriend? Or, you know what I mean? Like, what's that picture going to be like? And you don't want to think about those things because it's you're so still so emotionally, like, stressed out about the whole situation that you're like, I was supposed to spend the rest of my life with this person. And then now, like, that's a possibility. Like, what if you know, he's going on dates with other girls, you know, and it's, it's hard because you're like, for months, I was like, I don't want to go on a date because I don't want him to go on a date with another girl, you know, and then you <laughs> kind of get a little crazy a little bit, but it's true because every girl experiences this, you know, and so, um, and then it was hard because 
I, the biggest thing was, I was like, I don't want my daughter around some random girl, you know? And, but then, you know, after some time, like I had to accept that because I was like, we're going to move on to different people, whether we like it or not, you know, like we will eventually find our soulmates or whatever. And it was, I resented him for a very long time. I, um, I, well, I hated him. You know, I was like, he sucks. And so, and then I was like, I'm out to get you. I'm going to make sure I like ruin your reputation and all that stuff. But then after a while, you kind of think about, it. I'm like, all right, I'm an adult. And it's like, what he does with his life, you know, is what he does with his life. You know, mm-hmm. I know what's best for me. And you got to, I guess, you know, your revenge is your success. Yeah. Essentially. So. And, I love that, and I feel like so many women can relate to that of of absolutely just despising the human that you thought could mm-hmm. never in a million years hurt you and, and exactly. hurt you and bring you down to a point where you're completely broken in a million pieces on the floor, and at all the other times in your life, he was that person to, to be the glue and to hold you together. And and not only is, is this person, you know, your your old fiance but he was also your best friend at one point so that's that's extremely mm-hmm. difficult to go through plus on top of all of that he is the father of your daughter so um uh, coming from a family of um of divorced parents it's not easy my parents um you know started arguing back when i was in like 7th 8th grade and we just kind of went up and down on this roller coaster for so many years, and it finally, it was it was really just the back and forth of we're going to work it out. No, it's not going to work. We're going to work it out. No, it's it's really not going to work out this time. And yeah. this didn't finalize until just before my last year of high school, and and it was crazy. And some people ask, you know. Gosh, do you wish your parents were still together? And I just always say no because one would have probably killed the other one. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, raising your daughter and and making sure she still has the relationship with her dad. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, is the time split? Is is there a full custody on on one side? Or tell me more about that. So yeah, right now um, we have joint uh, legal and both. Uh, legal and physical custody and so he we have i have her like every other week and so um we've been doing this for a while and so i you know if that changes in the future who knows but um it's a, it's a good uh game plan we have right now mm-hmm. and i it was really hard at first because especially when you have like an infant or toddler and it's like you know it's, maybe it's that motherly instinct where it's just like I can't go a full week without seeing my child are you kidding me and it, mm-hmm. it's hard especially when they're that she's young but like absolute everything like what what are you supposed yeah. to do mom is part of your title <laughs> exactly exactly and so um but and it, I I mean there were so many days where I would cry because I missed her so much um but I had I learned to use that time to focus on myself too like I recently like really got into you know boxing and you know I'm like taking all these crazy like workout classes because I'm like I want to just get like more tone and fit and stuff and I have like time to do that I have time to you know go out to happy hours my coworkers or hang out with my friends and so um which has been really great I um I learned to kind of appreciate that time as well so I'm not sitting there moping mm-hmm. <laughs> so so yeah but and- I mean we do have a good game plan I think that 
our both of our goals were to not create that type of environment yes. for our child. You know, you don't you want to make sure it's a healthy environment and it's not just us screaming at each other and like I don't want her to grow up thinking that's okay because that will reflect on her future too. Yeah. So and I mean that's the number one thing is it's not you know, mom fighting with dad or it's, it's, you know, ex fiance's fighting like your parents and, and you've got to think about your kid and, and what she's going to mm-hmm. think. And obviously, you know, from the sounds of it, your, your daughter's young. Um, mm-hmm. so you, you almost want to think like she, she doesn't know what's going on, but I mean, you never know, like certain things she, she could still maybe remember and, and making sure she's raised as, yeah, mommy and daddy don't live in the same house, but mom and dad are both happy. And yeah. to, to really make sure that that the kid is put first, like, I, I can't stress enough. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't want to throw my parents under the bus, but because um, I know my mom is for sure listening. Um, <laughs> but it's it, it, it can be really stressful and and it can, you know, put stress on on your kids when it comes to them having a relationship. So that's super important. And I am so glad that that you two are able to to come to that conclusion and say, you know what, like, we're not friends. We don't like each other, but we need to be there for our daughter. And, and that's exactly. so important. But uh, we yeah. are actually going to go to another break, uh, ladies and gents. So stay with us to hear more. Um, I'm Taylor, and this is Women's Wednesday on America's Web Radio. You can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan, and every family will save thousands of dollars a year. I'm Ellen Deal, and if you've been hurt by the Affordable Care Act, you can email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com to see if we can help. Small business owners, individuals, families, and baby boomers, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com for three easy questions to determine if you can get away from Obamacare. I'm a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry and here to help you for all your insurance needs. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business practices, and fascinating business professionals to get an insider view of how America works. Want to give your family or loved one the perfect gift? Then go online and check out the TornadoBodyDryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it and you'll love having one in your shower. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. We are back. This is Taylor, and it is Women's Wednesday. So we have Janet Fan here talking more about um, her experiences being a single mom and, and then absolutely just killing it as far as, you know, building her career and, and going back and getting her MBA all at the same time. So, um, Janet, now when it came to just finding that job and, and making sure that you can support not only yourself, but, but another human, and this isn't just like a cat like I have. I mean, this is <laughs> a living, breathing human. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I mean, and finding a job and going through those struggles, I mean, that's hard. Like, 
for those that have gone on LinkedIn and Indeed and just searched and searched and searched, like that's really tough. So um, having this job in, in the corporate office in GM or at GM in Detroit, um, how did you go about doing that and and obviously making sure that your daughter was taken care of at the same time? Did you do a lot of this um, while she was with with her dad or, or tell me more about that? Um, it was it wasn't easy. <laughs> I would say I actually it's funny because I actually I literally applied everywhere in on Indeed, Glassdoor, all that good stuff, and so it was um, super stressful. I think job hunting in general is super stressful because you're just like you're going to interviews and then you don't hear back, and then they're like, and then they contact you three months later and like, oh yeah, do you still want this job? And I'm like, dude, I wanted it like three months ago, <laughs> and so yeah, it was uh, it was definitely very stressful because. You know, especially going through everything, I was like, I am so desperate to just get out of this town. You know, like, I just, I want to go somewhere. I don't care if it's in Detroit or Grand Rapids or whatever. Like, I just want to get away. And so, um, and I think, like, it was the first step that I thought of because I was like, you know, I always wanted to work for a big corporation um, and be in a big city um, and experience that. And so I just started applying at jobs in Detroit because I was like, you know what, this is going to have to be a commitment that I'm going to have to make because I had a feeling I'm like, I feel like I'm going to put a lot of miles on my car and spend a lot of money on gas, but mm-hmm. I have a mission and I'm going to get there. And, um, and that's where it came about. I mean, luckily I nailed my interview. Um, and it's important to make your resume pretty, you know, <laughs> pretty nice. And so, um, even just the layout itself is, pretty important but you know luckily with my marketing background I was just like all right this is how I should do my interview and I made I made my interviewers laugh so that was always a plus and mm-hmm. so definitely put your personality into it and um and I feel like people are afraid of interviewing because they're like they feel like they have to um impress themselves a ton in a really like a proper manner and right. I just kind of came in and like had a conversation and thought of it like hey we're just going to have a conversation if you like me great if not maybe this wasn't meant to be so um you just kind of be natural with it so yeah and and that's always the hardest thing because it, it's really tough to to shut out everything that you're going through it's it's all of these different emotions and the saying is always just leave it at the door, um, whatever it yeah. is. And obviously it's going through and just thinking like, gosh, like he did all these things. Like I hate that guy and yeah. I got to do this for my daughter. <laughs> I got to do this for me. Like I need to make sure I can keep a roof over my head. I got a feeder. I've got this, I've got mm-hmm. that. And I mean, it's an endless whirlwind of, of all of these thoughts. And then you get the what ifs. And when the what ifs start, I mean, th- it's game over. Like <laughs> it just yeah. gets so yeah. stressful, but doing that and, and going to get your MBA. I mean, for me personally, I, I just have my bachelor's. I have my bachelor's in, in public relations um, and out of the school of communications from Western Michigan university. So go Broncos. Sorry, honey. Oh, I know you went to, <laughs> I know you went to central, but I got to support my Broncos. Um, but yeah, I mean, Making that decision to just to go back and, and do your MBA, I mean, from what I've heard, that's not easy. And and for me, I could not wait to be done with school. I was so excited to really be an adult and and get out of this path that we had laid out for us for so many years because it was, you know, you go through through high school, you know exactly what classes you're going to take, and then 
you get into college and it, the the end goal is is graduation so you think okay i've got to take this class and this class for this semester to take this class the next semester and so on and then after college we just have this big open field to kind of frolic in and it's you know create your own path nobody's really had this laid out for you and mm-hmm. for you to want to go back into that craziness um would you say it was it was something that, you know, it was kind of like a revenge body sort of thing. Like, I'm going to do me, but I'm going to do it 10 times better than it was before when I was with this guy. So do you think that may have factored into into wanting to go back? Was it mainly for um, to up your career? Was it for your daughter? Um, just tell me more about that. So I, you know, I will admit in the beginning, I was just like, oh, I'm going to prove you wrong, you know? And so, um, I, because it's when people tell you that you can't succeed, you know, take it how you want it. I, especially when someone tells me that I'm just like, Oh, okay, well watch me, you know? And Mm -hmm. so in the beginning I was just like, Oh yeah, like I'm going to get that MBA because I feel like, you know, people view that, especially, especially single moms, or moms in general, like people don't expect that because, you know, I see reactions where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like working on my MBA and they're like, oh wow, like good for you. And I'm like, what, like I can't do that, you know? They're you probably know more I mean? like, so, how the hell are you doing it? Because yeah, <laughs> if, if they're I mean, single, then they so understand. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so um, that was the biggest thing in the beginning, like where it was kind of like, I'm just doing this to prove you all wrong, you know, whatever. But after a while, um, I mean, I also had some family influence. Like my mom, you know, the strict Asian mom, she was just kind of like, when are you going to be a doctor? And I'm like, mom, never. <laughs> but, um, and so there was like that expectation, but then no pressure, obviously. But I, uh, then after a while, I was like, well, this is, for Quinley, you know, this is for my daughter Quinley, and I was like, I want to do this for me. Like, I shouldn't have to do this to prove other people wrong. Like, mm-hmm. I because at the end of the day, who's putting in the work? Me, you know. And so I'm. I should do this as like a, a self success, uh, just for me and for me only. Because maybe other people might think differently. You know, they might have their reasons, but for me, I wanted to push myself obviously past the haters and past the judgments of Mm -hmm. me being a single mom but um I think that's important because at the end of the day um you're putting in the work for your own success no one else's yeah and I mean I'm sure people out there that that don't know what it's like to to be a mom or to be a single mom at that and and trying to you know find this not just a job because there's a difference between a job and a straight career and and that's mm-hmm. what you were focusing on obviously you're with a massive company so mm-hmm. i i feel like i mean not only just me but some of these listeners could be thinking how did you do it like what was it like day to day did how how did you manage raising a daughter and and working a full-time job on top of getting your MBA? I mean, was this an online type of thing? Was it something that was like a hybrid that some of it was online, some of it you had to be on campus for, or was this on campus? Um, no, I actually did. Uh, luckily, you know, with our day and age, technology is great. And so uh, they offer online um, degrees now. 
And so uh, CMU had a great program uh, that you can get your MBA online uh, with a concentration in marketing specifically. And so um, a lot of people also don't realize that because you have to take the GMAT, which is like that standardized test before you get into grad school. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people don't realize, especially for professionals, that if you have enough work experience or if your undergrad GPA was above, I think, like a three point or something like that, if you have a decent GPA, um, that you can actually get it wavered. So I wow. don't have to take the GMAT, and so yeah, which is really cool. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that's I huge because that's testing, so. that test. I mean. <laughs> Test anxiety for me, oh my gosh, I would have much rather written a 20-page paper or done a, a group project, which we all hated group projects in college. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would have done so many things to just not take a test because like, test anxiety is a real thing, everybody. It is so real, and I would freak out. Like There were times where... I rem- I will just never forget, and I don't mean to divert, but um, no, you're fine. I was sitting in my public relations um, class my my last year, and we had a midterm that day, and I had mixed it up with another class's midterm. I thought that midterm was on a Wednesday. I walk oh, in no. on a Monday morning, and the very first question was, "What is PR?" and I couldn't even answer it. I I literally, (laughs) I mean, and being in marketing, you understand like PR and marketing are are very similar, but I just remember like kind of just getting up and and walking out and (laughs) that's kind of embarrassing to admit, but I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. it is so stressful. So, um, Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that you didn't even have to, to worry about that because you had done so well in, in your experience up to that point, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, the standardized testing was, it was great, but the, the MBA progress was a little stressful. But I mean, everything was online, which is great because, you know, if you have to, you know, like you could just roll out of bed in your jammies, you know, like, and just, <laughs> oh, okay, I've got to do this discussion board. You know, it's, it's nice because you don't have to, I mean, there are options. I'm sure there's like hybrid options too. I know like some MBA programs, um, you can go like on the weekends and stuff, but I wanted to make sure that I spent a lot of time with my daughter. And so I was like, if I can multitask, that would be great. And so, um, and I, I mean, even on top of school, like the whole dating scene was like stressful because I was like, I don't have time for boys, you know, like I'm like, <laughs> I, I gotta get my life together. And so, but, um, but I, that actually kind of changed because, uh, my, well, my current boyfriend kind of came into my life we were actually friends before so um and so that was kind of cool how that happened and that was that was a nice adjustment too yeah that's that's incredible that you know you were able to to find somebody and of course having this person be a friend and and kind of have a little background on on where you were and I feel like that's something that's kind of scary going into to dating after something like that obviously it wasn't a divorce but it was very traumatic and and also having a daughter in the mix too uh I mean I'm not sure how I would feel about a guy having a kid I mean frankly for me I don't really see myself ever having kids so for something like that I feel like Maybe it was scary. I don't know. I really haven't put much thought into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I mean, that's amazing that you were able to to find somebody and, you know, have that balance. So for, if, for anybody that's listening that 
may be thinking about, you know, I do want to kind of pick myself up and, and do better, like taking up kickboxing. And, and for me personally, I love kickboxing. For anybody that is like really not sure about it, it is one of the best workouts and it is the best stress reliever after a long day. And I'm sure, Janet, you can you can oh, it really relate. Is. <laughs> yes. It, you take out all your frustrations. You kick that bag. Mm-hmm. You punch that bag. And, and you just see the sweat dripping from you. And you're like, that is all the frustration. That is all my negativity literally just pouring out of me. And I feel so much better now. So... I mean, mm-hmm. taking care of yourself, that was that was number one because they always mm-hmm. say, you know, you can't take care of one be- until you take – or you can't take care of somebody else be- until you take care of yourself. And exactly. And doing that is, is massive. So uh, you said that you mm-hmm. had um, graduated in December. So this program was only a year that you had to do? Um, well, it was actually a two-year program. I okay. just uh, – I did it in under a year. <laughs> so when they – when you say under a year, um, everything is just really set up online and, and you can just do as much as you want. Were there any sort of concrete due dates where you're like, shoot, you know, I've got my daughter today. I've got to work. I've got to do this. I got to do that, but I have to make sure this is done. Or was the schedule pretty flexible? Um, there were concrete due dates. It's mainly because they were, uh, eight week classes. And Mm -hmm. so I like, I doubled up on classes. And so like a lot of things are due on Sunday. And so it kind of, um, it kind of gave me that leeway where I'm like, okay, I just got to make sure like this is due, like I spread it out. I'm like, I'm going to do this on Wednesday and do this on Thursday, you know, whatever. So Mm -hmm. I kind of like planned it out that way, which was kind of nice. Good, good. So, I mean, getting back into the dating game, I, that... Obviously, you wanted to take that time to to do you and to take care of yourself. But um, can you tell everybody about some of those just wild dates? Do you have any that stand out where you're like, it? I just feel like this is way too soon. And then maybe another one that's like, you know, this was probably the worst I've ever been on. Um. <laughs> well, I I feel like there's there was a few that were. Um, interesting i've had you know you get those guys that are like super clingy and they're like oh my gosh i love you after two seconds and you're like oh, dude. And <laughs> red so, flag run <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah exactly but like and then you get a few where i feel like with especially with our generation you know like there's that whole you know like oh i don't want to make anything official but i just want to play with your emotions and all that stuff and i'm not saying i was that person but i i would say like it was it was hard for me like getting back in the game is hard for anybody especially going through something like that and it's like i had a lot of trust issues had a lot of commitment issues Mm -hmm. and um and so like I feel like sometimes I was the one who, like, ruined the day because I was like, you know, you're a great person, but um, you deserve better. Or it's just like, I, I'm just I don't have not and- emotionally <laughs> ready at this point. Yeah, but um, exactly. real quick, I don't mean to interrupt you, Janet. We are going to no, take okay. another break. But everybody, stay tuned and listen in because Janet is about to reveal some some wild dates that she's been on. So stay tuned. Again, this is Taylor with America's Web Radio, and this is Women's Wednesday. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? 
Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at EHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around town movers for that local or cross-country move, Timothy, around town movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's around town movers. Call them. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. and listen to The Doctor's Lounge, where you get a private insight into the conversations that doctors have amongst themselves. Join us Thursday, 8 a.m. every week. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello, everybody. We are back with Women's Wednesday, All Things Women. I am Taylor, the newest host at America's Web Radio. I am also the media relations and sales manager here. So if you have enjoyed what you've heard thus far, and I appreciate you bearing with me on my very first radio show, uh, but if you have any ideas or want to be interviewed and maybe want to show, please email me, uh, taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, at americaswebradio.com. So back to our show for today. So Janet was just about to go into um, some of these dates um, that she had gone on after everything that had happened. So Janet, why don't you go ahead and continue with some of these maybe great dates and maybe not so great dates? (laughs) No, no worries. Um, so the bad ones, it was, uh, I would say, you know, I, I, you kind of get the feel of, um, at first I was, like, very serious, and I got kind of stressed out because I was like, oh, what if he's, you know, not the nicest guy ever, or, like, what if he's just not really into me, you know, what what, do, what should I expect? And so, um, but then after a while, I was kind of like, you know what, this is just uh this is like a hobby, you know, it's nothing, it doesn't have to be like a serious thing. Like I'm like, Hey, you're just like an acquaintance. Like we're just friends and like, we're just going to get dinner, you know? And so, um, but then obviously that didn't work out so well with some guys because they got more emotionally attached. And, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's hard to like jump back into it. Cause I like, I had trust issues, all that good stuff. So, um, but yeah, I, there were, I've had guys, cry <laughs> um, you wait wait wait, wait. I, you've had a guy cry on a first date uh well it wasn't a first date it, it was i would say it was like a few in i would say but it was it was very short-lived like it was maybe like a weekend and 
um, he was like very possessive and he was kind of like, oh, like, oh, you're hanging out with your friend. Okay. You know, and just like guilt tripped hmm. me a lot. And it was super weird. And so, um, be careful for those, <laughs> those guys. <laughs> but, um, that, I would say that would be like the worst that's ever happened. Um, usually people who are in the dating game kind of get, read the room and they're kind of like, okay, like, this is fine. Um, but then obviously, uh, the great date, I would say my best one is not being biased or anything is with my current boyfriend because mm-hmm. it was, it was very unexpected and, um, he kind of came into my life at an unexpected time. It was kind of like a reunion kind of thing and we were with our friends and so, um, it was, it was something that I have never in a million years thought that would ever happen because he lived in a different state. And so, um, it's like, yeah, this is nothing. Like, we're just friends. And so, mm-hmm. and then, but now, you know, we've been dating for almost a year. And so, and it's been fantastic. So. That's amazing. And, and how did he feel? I mean, obviously you guys were friends at, at first. So when it came to, to your daughter, um, obviously for him, he was aware, but is that something that you kept on the DL when you went on these first dates? Is that something that, I mean, I feel like with social media, there's no hiding. I feel like it's so easy to to find somebody on Facebook or Instagram and kind of stalk them before the date. So maybe some of these guys did, maybe they didn't. But if they didn't, mm-hmm. was was that something that you brought up? Um, sort of. I, you know, I it was kind of nice. I could think I had a benefit. We both did because we already knew each other mm-hmm. um, since high school, and so and like I think we didn't really keep it on the down low. Really, we kind of were like, oh yeah, by the way, we're kind of like talking or dating, and so and then our friends were like completely shocked on both ends because mm-hmm. they were like, whoa, and like obviously his friends were like you know how do you feel about her having a kid and then yeah you know my friends were just like oh like really you know like you know I heard he has a past <laughs> and so I'm like <laughs> okay well everyone has so so it was just everyone was just shocked on both ends and but then what was nice what's nice about Tyler is that he is the most understanding person ever and he's so patient and he he was nervous at first because it's like I feel like if you're dating anyone that has a kid, you're like, whoa, like you had your reservations because it's just like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, that's just extra baggage. Like, I don't want to deal with that. And yeah. then I have to feel like I have to have like a motherly figure or like a fatherly figure and I'm not ready for that. And so, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. It's, I'm sure he felt that way. And so, um, but like over time, like I was like, I was very upfront with him and I was like, hey, this is the expectation. Like totally okay if you cannot handle this not a big deal it's I have a lot of baggage it's true and so but he was so he was like no I'm like in this you know for the long run and he fell in love with Quinn like he treats her like as his own daughter and I love that he absolutely adores her yeah that's amazing so I mean for for anyone else that has gone through something similar of what you've gone through is is there any advice that that you want people to know if they if anything if they have any takeaway from this hour-long segment what is something that you really want to leave people with don't be afraid to go outside your boundaries and don't be afraid to love again because hey just because that one person wasn't your forever 
someone else will be, you know, and don't go looking for that person either. They will come into your life when you least expect it. And lastly, do not be afraid to be a badass. Okay. You are Beyonce. Okay. Don't let anyone tell you differently because <laughs> yes, you queen. Yes. <laughs> do not let anyone tell you otherwise. I love that. Amazing. So now before we, we do wrap this up, um, I really just want to want to give you the floor, Janet, because this is this is, you know, an interview, but this is also your time to to really say anything and everything that you want to say. So um, we've got maybe a few more minutes um, before we close out the show. Now, if you want to talk about maybe some of your your fondest memories um, going through this or. Because we talked a lot about, you know, some of these downtimes, but obviously getting getting your degree and getting your MBA, I should say, is is incredible. That's a huge accomplishment. But are there any things that, that really stick out to you going through this whole process? I mean, just being completely thankful. I I'm so thankful for my coworkers, my team. Um, they surprisingly you know it's just it's crazy like all the friends that I've made just through work um alone they they really I I look forward to going to work every day and then I want to thank all of my you know my friends at home um I'm so thankful for all of you Stephanie Megan you know you guys are my rock (laughs) and so and then Tyler um I love you you are the love of my life like I never would (laughs) have thought that like you know, we would be where we are today. And I'm so happy that, you know, we're going to start this next journey together. And, you know, and for everyone that honestly reached out to me, like there are people who reached out to me that I haven't talked to since high school, or I haven't even like, I never would have thought would even reach out and be like, Hey, like I'm here. If you want to talk, if you want to talk about anything, like, Mm -hmm. you know, don't, you're not alone. And that's, so crazy to me it blows my mind because like I feel like regardless of what you're going through um there's always going to be a stranger or someone you wouldn't think would reach out that will reach out to you and be like hey let's grab a coffee or hey let's hang out like what do you want to do you know yeah you're you're not the only one you're not alone in this because as crazy as it is to think like people go through it all the time it's it's so common whether you're in your 20s your 30s your 40s or even when you're 50 I mean it's Mm -hmm. it it happens for instance I mean personally but my grandparents divorced after 51 years like Mm -hmm. it it happens but there's always that chance to really find somebody that you truly love and I am so glad that that you were able to find that and that mm-hmm. you've you've really picked yourself up, and I I highly commend you for for everything that you've done. It's amazing. Thank you so much, Taylor. Yeah, you're welcome. And to to be to wrap up, everybody. Um, again, my name's Taylor. Uh, I have just recently jumped into radio, so I do appreciate everybody that has listened. And again, any new ideas. It's going to be super welcome. So, uh, Taylor at America's Web Send me an email, even if it's, hey, I really liked your show. That would be awesome too. That would make me feel really great because honestly, 
I hope this went well. <laughs> so um, again, this is Women's Wednesday, all things women. Every Wednesday, we would love to to hear from different women, um, health, relationships, workplace, whatever. So again, Taylor Bird with Women's Wednesday, all things women. And again, Janet, thank you so much for coming on and have a great rest of your week. Thank you. All right. Awesome. Again, Taylor with Women's Wednesday, and this is America's Web Radio. Tune in next Wednesday to hear more.